0: Game Boys. Hey there internet, welcome to another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux, and with me as always, you just got back from seeing a star is born, He could not be more awestruck, it's Griffin Davis. Uh, yeah, I'm awestruck. Um, you know, when we did the Twitch stream last night, we
1: had, uh, we had a lot more uh, streamers before you started doing the long boys. I think we lost most of our most of that way. We had two, and way. then we went down to one. <laughs> we lost 50% of our viewership um, during the boys' um, intro.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that was because of the boys' intro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, today is a very special episode, because uh, today we are recording the Game Boys um, in the same location, in
0: the same physical space. Sure I can literally touch Griffin right now, because I am in Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, you know, for those uh, who don't know, because we're so perform- Professional at recording. Uh, we do this in separate locations uh, in Texas and California, and uh, it's nice to be the same place in the West Coast studio. Game boys.
0: Yeah, we didn't have to. I didn't have to do. We don't have to do any complicated syncing or anything. We're already in the same machine. It's pretty good. Um, we also got to play some games together. We'll, t- we'll talk about it in a second. But first, real quick, we saw a *Star Is Born*. I want to talk about. We should it. get into that first. A a *Star Is Born*. Okay, I know this is a game video game podcast, but I want to do a quick little movie corner because this movie has me fucked up. Um, what is? Why does it have you have you fucked up, Lux? Because this movie, I've seen a bunch of movies like this movie, and I hate all of them. <laughs> and i love this movie yeah yeah
1: i think uh it was described by like a reviewer as like a two hour meme but also a good
0: movie yeah simultaneously and in, and that's so fucking accurate like the performances are like pretty broad everything's very clearly emotionally manipulative Like you can see all the strings and gears in the movie but it still makes you so excited oh it's so good if you haven't seen it and you like this podcast do us a favor And go see it. I think uh, I think one thing that
1: that we could define is the the quality that made us love it so much is its earnestness, yeah. um, And that it's just in everything it does from the performances to the cinematography to the music to that to just the sound when it starts. uh, There's just an earnestness to it that is um, that is pretty pure and and undeniable, even when it is cheesy.
0: Yeah, it's like big and over and kind of dreamlike and magical and and so so sincere in a way that like movies just aren't anymore and it is really crazy to see and now i'm sure a comparison that will start to be made as we
1: get closer to oscar season is like that it's this year's like la la land but i think the difference is that i feel like la la land also attempted that earnesty and didn't always like nail it
0: no, La La Land was, like, caught up in, like, wine tell story, but also having a lot to say about a lot of different things and not yeah. having, knowing exactly how to say them. Whereas this movie was really concerned only with, like, this relationship and, like, what the music means to this relationship, and that's it. Yes. Um, and so mm-hmm. it was able to focus it in, in a way that La La Land wasn't, to me, in a totally different, way, way, way better movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. Way better. So much better than La La Land. I yeah. did not like it all. La La Land is one of those movies that's like this movie that I didn't like at all.
1: But, yeah, but it's like you were expect we were expecting another La La Land. Yeah. We were you know?
0: going in waiting to laugh and make some jokes with a La La Land, but instead we <laughs> were moved by uh, Bradley Cooper and uh, his best friend, Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah, so so hats off uh, to both of those uh, fantastic people for uh, really giving us giving us a show in in a time of need. You know, I feel it's dark times in the world right now, and I think uh, this movie was definitely um, an antidote in the same way that like Super Mario Odyssey was when it came out.
0: Yeah, totally. It's a real five out of five joysticks for me.
1: It's a five out of five joysticks, and that was our movie corner. Uh, we also... Uh, uh, made a little uh, s- uh, sketch about uh, the movie. Uh, Lux flew in on uh, Saturday? Thursday. Thursday. Flew in on Thursday and went straight to my set where we filmed a little uh, sketch parody trailer of A Star is Born. So check that out uh, on Facebook as A Kanye is
0: Born. Yeah, it's at, uh, a dad's, at Dad's New Apartment on Facebook. So you should go check it out. It is... A thing, yeah, it's a thing. I'm pretty stoked about it. It came out, Mm. it came out (laughs) probably better than it had any right to be.
1: But enough about uh, movies, something that we have no right to talk about. Let's move on to something. Actually, uh, something to be fair, something that we're like way more qualified to talk about than video games. (laughs) Probably, yes. I did go to school for it. Yeah, both of of
0: (laughs) us (laughs) did. But we're here to talk about video games because we've both been eagerly awaiting the release of the newest Mario installment for the Switch, Super Mario Party. It finally came out. If you were watching our Twitch stream yesterday, you saw us playing it with uh, Brittany and Allison, but we also had a night to think about it and to, to really cogitate and get our thoughts together. We wanted to revisit it after our, like, immediate reactions from last night and, and go back over it. So, Griffin, why don't you start us off? What did you think about uh, Super Mario Party?
1: Um, well, I wanted to start off by saying that it was very, yeah you know, like, a very uh, highly anticipated title. I, I bought the Nintendo Switch because I don't own enough uh, game Like, there's not enough games for the PlayStation 4 that are coach co-op. You can play with your friends. So I was thinking, okay, this new Nintendo console will have a Smash and a Mario Party. So that's going to be really exciting. And it definitely uh, delivers on that front. Like, just from the get-go, it was... It was one. It was like it was. It, uh, we were sitting in the room, uh, friends of the show who came in to play with us, and you know, some Twitch stream, Brittany Metz and Allison Lowenberg. Uh, it's. I was looking around, just like, oh, like I never have this experience usually, like sitting next to three other people, all all kind of playing the same thing, and that's like super fun and rare these days.
0: Yeah, and and Mario Party is always a particularly fun version of that because it has some downtime and some time to goof on things. It's really easy to just sit and riff with your friends and have a nice time playing these like weird mini games and stuff. And
1: downtime is important. Um, With multiplayer games that have more than two people because there's guaranteed to be someone not paying attention at some point. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Someone named Griffin. (laughs) Okay. All
1: right. All right. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I guess, uh, um, first off, I wanted to talk about, uh, some new additions, uh, to the Mario Party format. This is like, what, number nine, yeah, I right? Think it's even more than that. There's like 10 or 11. Really? Because I thought the last big one was eight. The last one was 10. Really? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, regardless, there's been many installments, so now it's really just talking about the ways the game is different rather than like, describing the game, I think. Um, so the first newest addition that I thought was worth mentioning, uh, are these dice rolls that are character based? So every character you pick gets a special dice block with their own set of numbers on it and it has their own risks and rewards. Like uh, someone like uh, Bowser has like a lot of ones and then a 10 on his dice uh, block. Bowser,
0: Bowser has two squares that make you lose three coins and go yeah. nowhere, one square that's a one and then an eight, a nine, and a 10.
1: Right. Um, so uh, it's like it introduces strategy, like with who you're picking as a character, which I thought was very,
0: very cool. I mean, for instance, last night, I won our Mario Party game on the stream because I had the Bowser dice, because at the very end I was able to roll a nine and using another, not fresh to this game, but relatively new Mario Party featured the Allies, where you can make friends with other characters, get their dice and have them help you uh, get some bonus rolls and stuff like that. I was able to move 13 squares in a turn, so I was able to buy a star and steal a star from Brittany Metz, the ultimate villain. And when the game in the last minute it was very heroic, and I was very happy about it. So I like that there's I like that there's like the, that new added strategy to it.
1: Um, and then uh, they also have these ally spaces, which you mentioned, uh, which are cool not only because they add other characters uh, dice block rolls to your stuff, but they show up in the mini games and as like additional sidekicks to help you in the mini games, and they follow you around on the board, uh, which is a cool visual.
0: Yeah, um, and speaking of the visuals, actually. I'm sorry, I was just thinking at how many Mario Party games there are. Yeah, Mario Party ten was the last one.
1: Okay, so this is technically eleven, but it's just called Super Mario Party. Yep.
0: But uh one in addition to the whole like like the visuals are really, really cool because in addition to the allies and stuff like that, each level is in HD and it's really, really, really detailed. Yeah. There's a ton of shout outs to like other Mario games and other games like other in Nintendo the, games. Other in the Nintendo verse broadly. Mm-hmm. And like even you know, and the mini games she's at too. The minigames, games uh, Alice was at one of the mini games last night was uh, Animal Crossing themed, and one was Yoshi's Island themed. And they use a lot of imagery and textures that all look amazing in the Super HD. And it's it, just its yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, because of the Switch is the first
1: uh, console to have actual 1080p HD. Uh, first this Nintendo is like, console? Huh?
0: First Nintendo console. First Nintendo, that's what I said. Uh, I thought you said first console, and I was like, great N- No,
1: no. Nah. That do done happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first Nintendo console to have 1080p. It's like all of the... Nintendo artwork that we've grown up with is shining in this in this new way uh, that we haven't really seen before. Um, I know that sounds like it's just like oh, it's just like that's like a little tech thing, but no, you really do feel it um, on well, the, like on these you, maps. It's
0: like uh, you can kind of count on Nintendo to do things in a way that like uh, they they have like this great attention to detail, and they do a great job in this game of using that HD to like give things subtle color grading, so like you can see light reflecting off of stuff. And squares that are right next to each other will look slightly different because of their relationship to where the light sources are. And, like, so you get this whole range of, like, really subtle range of colors and lighting and all this stuff that makes it look not just, like, bright and cool, but also, like, really, I mean, not real because it's a, a board game inside of, like, a fruit island or whatever but like it feels like you could just jump into your screen and like eat the watermelon that you're playing Mario Party on it
1: looks so pretty um but uh so we're talking about the board that's uh one of the things that I was kind of only like so, I was so so on they they've only released Four maps, I think, for the game. You only have three when it starts. I think you have to unlock the four. Um, but that feels like a it just it feels like a, a lack um, of content um, just based on how many maps it is. Uh, and the maps are all uh, fairly small
0: too. I do like that each of the maps has a lot of like variability inside of it. Like there's all kinds of things that can happen to mix it up. So I imagine you could play those maps a couple of times over, but it's disappointing there's only three of them. Yeah. Because you just want like, four total. Yeah, because, like, I feel like you, could, you could probably get, like, five to seven plays out of each one that feel a little bit different and are fun. But, like, that's talking, like, 30 games before you start feeling, like, repetitive. Mm-hmm. And, like, with Mario Party, I like, to, I mean, playing 30 Mario Parties is a lot of time, but also, like, probably will end up playing way more than 30 Mario Parties.
1: And, and you know, it's not, it's, the, like, the thing that we really come back to are the, are the mini games. That is the funnest part about playing these games together. Um, not necessarily, like, always the board. But I feel like in past iterations, like, the board was a lot cooler and there was co- cooler stuff going on. Uh, I know this is controversial. But my favorite Mario party is the one recently where everyone was in like a car or a boat together so that you could strategize uh, a little bit more coherently and like you guys were kind of all in the same ships so you could kind of like focus on on the board uh, together a little bit more.
0: Right, well that one had a lot more to do with like managing your opponents and managing the yeah. board. What I like about this one is that it does a little bit of both. Like there are a lot of mm-hmm. there's some items you can use to mess with your opponents directly. There are a lot of items you can use to speed your own stuff up. There's not really a limit to the number of items you can use. You can carry a lot of them. So that's like a big mechanic of ways that you can like dictate the game. Like there's a lot of different strategies. That's like, it's like, there's a couple of different ways you can really win at Mario Party, at Super Mario Party. And you can only win by getting the most stars, but there's a couple of different approaches to doing so that are all feel pretty viable. I'm sure that like someone out there knows that there's like a best min-max methodology, but like, it feels like there's a lot of different ways to, to, to do all this game, which I like because in other games, it's sort of been like well, you just have to win all the minigames and, like, get a star or two, and you're probably good to go.
1: No, yeah, like, I, as you'll, if you watch the Twitch stream, we'll see, I'm so bad at mini games, like, or, or get at them the first time, like, I'm sure I could get good at them, but I'm so yeah. bad at minigames that, like, my entire strategy is just, like, how can I work the board to, like, counteract how bad I am?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, totally, and actually, let's talk about the minigames, because I actually, last night on the stream, I said that I didn't think that the Joy-Con stuff was that cool, but thinking back on it, I think that, like, almost all the minigames are really fun, and almost all of the the joy-con to cool it like all the ones that did use the joy-con to cool way I did actually like I just kind of guess I wish and if is just a look of the draw like we just didn't get them any of the ones that do joy-con stuff so I just wish there were more of that like I loved there was one where you like shave ice to create the tallest possible tower, and right. that was really really fun. I really liked that game, mm-hmm. and like that was really just like spin the Joy-Con around and, like make it happen. and I really thought that was cool, but like I just wish there were more games that we played that were like that.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, there's also like I think a feature where you don't even have to play the board game and you can just play mini games. Yeah, that's a classic party um, option. Which is uh, which is might be fun to explore more of them. Yeah, I, d- I did have fun playing all the mini games. Um, I did feel like there was definitely uh, a little bit of like a learning curve with the controller though. Um, yeah. like these little Joy-Cons are, are are they're they're weird and like it's like sometimes hard to orient orient yourself around the buttons and like what you're supposed to be pressing so like it's definitely not a pick up and play thing for the first 10 to 15 minutes.
0: I will say if you've been playing Mario Kart on the Switch with people a lot of times you play Mario Kart with the thing sideways mm-hmm. and that helps a lot like it wasn't didn't take me that that long to pick it up just because I do that with Mario Kart pretty mm-hmm. often um, but yeah if this is like your first experience with Sideways Joy-Con like you're gonna take some time getting used to it cause it does feel weird the button spacing is a little off yeah
1: um, and also the, like, like the Droidcons are, like, infamously, like, weak on connection. So, like, if someone moved to a weird part of the room for a second, like, it would disconnect and pause the game.
0: Yeah, we played, we played two games. Um, the first one, uh, Brittany won. That wasn't on Twitch.
1: And, or, like, that, that would never happen with a PS4 or- Controller. Yeah,
0: well, like the a, first time we played, I was, like, over there doing something around my yeah. controller, and I disconnected, like, three times.
1: Yeah, or, like, you walked into the kitchen for a second, and it paused everything. Yeah. It's like, that would never happen on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox. No,
0: controller. with PlayStation 4, when I'm playing Blood Bowl, I can literally just go outside and have a cigarette and keep playing right. on my porch. Yeah,
1: so that's, like, something kind of, I think, just, I think it's just a weak hardware aspect or something. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's a little bit of learning curve there. And then uh, the, other, the other thing was, it was, and I don't know if there's ever been an option in other Mario parties, but there was like a lot of stop and start issues with the game um, because people wouldn't hit that they are ready. Um, for the mini game to start.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think Brittany said it really well on Twitch stream. I wish it was, just, or maybe you said this actually. That I wish we'd back to week one is just first player hits A and the game starts.
1: Yeah, either first player hits A or there's like literally like a 15 second timer to like learn the practice run as much as you can before the time runs out. And then well, it's I like
0: time to start. I like first player pressing A because it's a kid's game and yeah. like little kids are gonna want to play with it and like learn what they're doing or they'll get frustrated and cranky. Mm-hmm. Um, so having someone just press A to move on, I think is a good is a good middle ground because then you don't have what happened last night, which is like
1: every single mini game, one person, and it switched off. It wasn't always logs. It was but, me or Allison. <laughs> yeah, it was you or Allison, like, wouldn't press ready, uh, which was, like, not which feels like a feature that in 2018, it feels like a quality of life thing that should have been solved by now. Yeah. Because um, it is such a major element of the game.
0: And because it kind of doubles off with, like, the reason people weren't pressing it a lot of the time was because they were, like, goofing off or riffing mm-hmm. or talking to someone and forgot to press the button and like goofing off and riffing and talking to someone is like a part of what makes Mario Party really fun mm-hmm. and so the fact that that ends up becoming kind of a problem with this like ready screen mm-hmm. is like kind of a bummer yeah yeah
1: and, and, and it's such an easy fix too uh, that I feel like there are some quality of life things that they could add to this game to, to make it a lot better but it will be we'll see if Nintendo adds anything to this game from here on out
0: yeah I mean hopefully there's going to at least be a patch or some DLC to like add some maps or something hopefully I mean that's how it was with uh, Mario Tennis Aces oh, okay. is every month after it came out for the first few months a new character would just pop up in your mm-hmm. character select thing and cool. just be like hey look it's me you can be uh, Chain Chomp <laughs> it's like whoa what okay cool um, so that was, that so I'm, I'm hopeful that that's sort of the model I don't I still don't I don't love that model I just think the game should give you the whole game when they start And if If, there's going to be DLC, it should be, like, an expansion pack in, like, the old 90s game kind of way. If
1: the DLC is free, I don't care. Like, you know, it's like... uh, So if they're, like, for stuff like with Overwatch or something like that, like, where they're constantly releasing free DLC, I'm fine with that. But it's, like, when they give me a game where it's, like, here's 75% of the game, like, to really get that full 100, you have to pay even more.
0: Yeah, that's the worst. But also, like, things like... I guess I'm just kind of uh, i I'm on on my on edge about it because of like alpha uh, like alpha releases on Steam. Like you pay for a whole game, they're like, oh, we're going to give you free updates, and then they just don't finish the game, right? Which happens with like some regularity on the old on the old stream on the old Steam, and so like. I'm just like always nervous. They're like, yeah, we we'll give you this game and it's like the whole game and whatever, but we're going to fix it and make it really good. And they just never do it.
1: Yeah. I think, I think if you're doing anything like that or like donating to like a Kickstarter or Indiegogo, you just like know you're gambling with money at that point. Right. Yeah. But actually, <laughs> it's
0: just like, it's maddening that they'd be like, it's $60 with alpha build for a game it's mm-hmm. just like if you want me to make that commitment take that risk like make it $30 or something
1: mm-hmm. that's why it's when, when reviewing this game it's like we're having a lot of fun with it um, but it does feel like we're reviewing a work in progress in some ways because there is so little there
0: yeah um, I mean we didn't check out everything in it so like Mm -hmm. So a lot of what we're doing is, like, kind of extrapolating. Like, because we don't know, like, how, like, a lot of the, like, side modes hold up and stuff. And if those are really, really good, then, like, Mm -hmm. it maybe doesn't matter as much that the maps aren't, that there aren't that many maps. One of the modes is, is like, everyone is in a boat
1: together and they're rowing down a river. Yeah. So I might think that's pretty fun. Yeah,
0: so there's some cool potential side modes, but as far as, like, the core game goes, it just is, like, because, like, I don't know, I remember in other Mario parties, I'd get all excited because I just opened the list of, like, places to do the Mario party and you'd go through, like eight or nine really cool, differently themed, detailed boards, and just only having three to look at at the beginning is just kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't feel as like when you get a different Mario Party that has like several boards and you get it, you're just like, oh, I can't wait to try all these different boards and see all these different things. And this one, you're like, man... I'm about to finish all these boards, and I haven't even started yet.
1: One thing that's cool, though, is that this is a game where it's like, man, I was excited for them to come over so I could actually finally play it, because I didn't want to play, like, one player against the computers. But now there is Nintendo Online, so you can actually take this game and play online with other people.
0: Yeah, so you can be a real digital Nintendo. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty sweet. I mean, I really... I, I thought it was really cool. I liked the, I like this game. The more I think about it, the more I think I'm into this game. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, it has these issues, I just think that, like, it does capture like it's a good mario party like the, the when you play on the board it's really fun nothing about it isn't cool when you're playing on the board it's all just extra stuff around the board mm-hmm. that is like problem yeah but while you're playing it it's fucking great it's immersive it's fun it's competitive and it's they cut down on a lot of the like bullshit elements of past games like there's no like the star for last place which like will fuck up everything sometimes And there's less sort of like trying to help people catch up from the back. There's a little bit of that, but they make it really explicit. Um, and so that helped a lot too. It feels a little more balanced, like a little bit more of a skill game, a little less of a luck game than it has in the past, which I'm always more into. Yeah. Uh, and then, so uh,
1: on the Twitch stream, Brittany and Allison rated the game. So we'll share their ratings for this game first. Um, uh, Brittany gave it a two out of five.
0: Yes. But she <coughs> admitted that it was because
1: she was mad that I beat her. Okay. Yeah. Brittany lost the game and then so gave it a two out of five. And then Allison gave it a 3.5 a three, or four. A 3.5 or four, which felt like fair. Uh, Lux, what about your final thoughts? Well, well,
0: on the stream, I gave it a four, saying I thought it was closer to a three, but I wanted to balance out Brittany's being mad. But I think I changed my mind. I just want to give it a four, straight up, unconditionally, because I do think it was just, like, really fun and good, and I, like... Changing changing his mind from a four to a four. Right, bro. but I just want to explain the context. Like, <laughs> like, last night, like, last night, I thought it was more of a three game, but the more I think about it, it feels like a four to me. Like, it just executes, like, on-the-board Mario Party shit. Mm-hmm. Like... Exactly the way that I like it. Like everything about it on the board is really great. There's just surrounding stuff that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for me, I
1: think it's like a super fun. I'm excited to play it with friends more. But it does feel like uh, there's something missing. There's not a lot of content there, and there's some quality of life features that could be improved. So I'm giving it uh, a 3.5 with room to improve after DLC. Uh, but I'm still very excited about this game. Uh, Lux, uh, we played my copy. Are you gonna buy it? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna play. It with uh, nerds. Hell yeah. Then I'll be seeing you oh, yeah. online. And we'll be playing some Nintendo online. Maybe we'll figure out a way to consistently stream now we have OBS set up. Yeah. So that was that. It was super fun. It was super good. I just want to ask you a real quick question. You played as Monty Mole in one game. Yes. And as Bowser Jr. in another game. Mm-hmm. My question to you is do Monty Mole and Bowser Jr. eat ass? <laughs>
1: uh, Monty Mole, definitely. Uh, Bowser Jr. is a child. Yeah, but he had a bib on, which made me think that he didn't do it—a bib with a mouth on it. Uh, you know, I'm sticking. I'm sticking by my answer for now. I
0: appreciate that. I played Hammerbro, who has a beak, and so certainly does not eat ass. And then I played Waluigi, who, as we've talked about, uh, I've talked about on the show multiple times, he eats ass like a good, good lord. Um, like a good lord. Yeah, like, like you know the classic feudal lord tradition of going down to the peasant's house and eating out that ass. Um. But yeah, the game is great. It was super fun. Check out the Twitch stream. Uh, Allison and Brittany were fucking rad. We had a great time. Hopefully we'll get to do some stuff again. But that's all. We're just going to do a quick episode today because it's been a long one. We made a video and we got to see a movie. We did a Twitch stream. we been making a lot of content this week. And so we're both exhausted. I'm so tired right um, now. So check out Kanye Is Born at Dad's Apartment on Facebook. Check out Game Boys Pod on Insta and uh, Facebook and Twitter. And also... Please go to iTunes and rate and review uh, the podcast because it really does help other people find it when they're looking for a video game podcast. That's going to help us. Get more listeners, and getting more listeners will help us do more cool stuff, and the more cool stuff we can do, the more cool shit you guys get.
1: Yeah, so we're going to post that Twitch stream and our Nintendo friend codes, (laughs) and then once you put in those 11 digits and sign over your life to Game Boys, we'll play online with you.
0: Yeah, we'll play online with literally anyone. Whoever wants to get on it, we'll play. So that's all for today. My name is Lux. I am your host. Your co-host Griffin Davis. Your editor is Haley Clement. Your intro and outro music is by Matthew Morton, and your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. And you have to say the name of the game.
1: Суп-памалый